Hello, Mama. Hope your day is so beautiful so far and you're just excited to be a mom and to be alive and <laughs> you're just filled with joy. Um, I'm having a great day here in my closet talking to you, so that's always exciting. Uh, today we are going to continue our series on mom guilt. Um, I'm really excited for this one. I think this is something that we all at times as mothers have felt and been tempted by or been uh, overwhelmed by or yeah, many things. And I think almost all of us can relate to this in some capacity. So I'm excited for it. And um, this series on mom guilt is being fueled by your responses. So when you join the Facebook group, and if you haven't joined, make sure you hop in. It's such an incredible community of uh, amazing women that are pursuing biblical truth and trying to live their lives that way and parent that way and um, heal and do all of the things to stand in the freedom that God has for us. And so you got to be in there if you're not. Make sure you go in and you can find it at bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash Morning Mama Facebook. Facebook group, uh, or you could go use the link in the show notes below or go on Facebook and search for Morning Mama, I think Collective, uh, Mental Health. Yeah, some of those words. If you just put in some of the words, hopefully it'll come up. <laughs> okay. Uh, but anyways, when you join the group, I ask you three questions. And one of those questions is, what have you, what is your biggest struggle right now? And um, there was a, a theme for a while where there were so many responses coming in and they all we're kind of related around this question uh, or this problem of mom guilt. And so I just decided to do a series uh, about it because I think all of us has it in some way, shape, or form. And so we got to talk about it because it's not from God and it's stealing from us. So we're going to continue that today. Um, we're also interweaving a series on discipline, on biblical discipline throughout this. So kind of going back and forth, except for I've been doing a lot of two-part episodes lately. So it's not quite like one and then the other. It's yeah. Anyways, you'll figure it out by the titles, but all right. Today we're going to talk um, about someone said when they joined the Facebook group, they said that one of their problems, their struggles was how to stop wishing the time away as a mom. Goodness, I know we can relate to that, right? I imagine you've had moments or seasons of this and maybe you're out of that season and that's great and you should uh, actually hop into the Facebook group and tell us what you did and how you got through that. But I'm going to share what I have for you today from uh, my experience, from uh, what God has given me, and hopefully it'll help encourage you to deal with this problem. Um, so without further ado, let's hop in. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. Okay, Mama. So today we're talking about what to do with the problem 
of how to stop wishing the time away as a mom. And why I have this in the series of mom guilt is because this is a source of that mom guilt. When this feeling comes up of counting the minutes until bedtime or even counting the days until you're out of a certain season, it brings up that feeling of like, oh my gosh, I'm a horrible mother. Like, how could I count the minutes until my child goes to bed? I'm so horrible. How could I do this? (laughs) Anyone ever had that happen in their brain? (laughs) That happens in my brain sometimes. I know. So I bet a lot of you can relate to this. And so we're going to talk about what to do with that. And first of all, I just want to say this is so common. I mean, I'm saying that as I'm saying all of you can relate to this. So this is so common. First of all, just remember that when that feeling, that thought comes up, it is so common. All of us, I almost guarantee you that every single mom at some point has felt this. And we're going to talk about why in a minute, but just know that like you're not alone. Doesn't mean you're a broken mother. Doesn't mean you're a horrible mother. Doesn't, doesn't really mean anything. It's just part of being a really a human. We're going to actually go there because it's more than just being a mom. Um, but it's, it's just a part of what we're doing here. So just kind of take that guilt away, that shame away when it comes up and just acknowledge it. And I have some, uh, three steps for you. I always like to consolidate things into steps just so you can remember it and, um, have an easier approach to walking out, um, some action steps. Cause I don't want to just sit here and talk and I, I hope you get encouraged and that's great. But if you really want to implement this stuff, you got to kind of sit down and do some of the work. And so I encourage you, uh, when we get to these action steps that you get a pen and a paper out and, and you do these with me and you really figure this out for yourself, you pause the episode and you do that heavy lifting so that you can actually create sustainable change in your life and not just encouragement for a second, but something that will last longer. Okay, so like I said, this this feeling, um, wishing the minutes away can come up um, just like on a day-to-day basis where you're just counting, like I said, the minutes till bedtime or the minutes till nap time or uh, how much longer in this day or you know how many more days left in this week. Um, or it can be in a bigger season and just like not loving the stages that you're in and, and really kind of wishing for that next stage to be here. And first of all, I just want to talk about um, part of why this is normal. Now we are going to do a little work on it because maybe there is some room for growth and things that God wants to show you. And we're going to go there, but first we got to, we got to talk about why it is normal to some extent and to help you get rid of that voice of, Oh, this means you're a horrible mom. (laughs) So first of all, I want to say raising kids is work. We all know this. We feel this every day. Um, And especially if you're in a season of littles, which I think, you know, I'm not a mom of anyone older. I have all littles, three and under. Um, And so I don't know what it's like to parent older kids, but I know for certain in the little stage, this is super prevalent, especially like because it's kind of extra physically demanding. You're having to, you know, take extra care and wipe extra things and pick up extra things. And there's just a lot of heavy lifting. And so this can be so prevalent. And I imagine, and please come and tell me if I'm wrong or maybe don't just let me live in my delusion state. But I imagine to some extent, this can fade to somewhat as your kids get older and it's less, they're in a less of a demanding stage. Although I say that, and I know I've, I've heard parents of older kids say that, uh, or read books that it's, it never, it never really goes away that, that heaviness as a mother, the, um, what you carry, because it just looks different in different stages. And, and even some stages are feel more challenging in different ways. And so, you know, I don't know, 
if that's accurate about this feeling going away. But I know for sure if you have littles, it's probably present because I'm in that stage and I know that feeling. And I've talked to many other moms in this stage and they know that feeling. But for any of you, if you have this feeling, you're you're in good company. So part of why I think we feel this, uh, this guilt when this when this feeling comes up is because we think motherhood um or at times we can be delusioned to think motherhood because I think we know it's not just this, but we think of it as like, okay, well, we love our children. We're, we're these caregivers of our children and we have this bond with them and it's this beautiful connection and we get to, to get to be these mothers to them and it's so amazing and beautiful and special and nice, you know, like <laughs> all these touchy-feely kind of things. And so we think of it through that and we feel guilty. We're like, wait, no, I should just love this because we have this bond and it's so special and it's such a gift. And it is all of those things. I'm not saying it's not. However, it is also a lot of work, like actual work. So if you compare this to your job, I want you to think about uh, a job you've had if you work now or if you've worked in the past. Have you ever at your job counted down the minutes until the end of the day? Right? I bet, I almost guarantee every single one of you have, because even in jobs that we love and we're being called to, there's going to be challenging things that we have to do or there's hard days. Um, And so, and there's, even when it's something we love, there is a a beautiful sense of freedom that comes when we're done for the day. When we get to kind of have that uh, space of our own, we get to make our own decisions, we get to choose what we do with our time, we get to spend it with other people, you know. So I want you to think of it in the same way, like, we, as mothers, it's not just this relationship we're building. It is actual work. There's, it's, and that's why I think the little thing comes up is because there's so much physical work there. But even with older kids, it's it's teaching. It's correction. It's like we can't like uh, turn a, a blind eye to things that we see. It's it's always um, being aware of things. It's helping with homework. It's cleaning. It's it's there is there is a lot of work. And so when we have that feeling of guilt arise, we have to remember probably it's not about the relationship that we're feeling these wanting to count the minutes. It's, it's more the work side of it. And now it's kind of hard to separate the two because uh, often they're they're intertwined. Like you, you can't have that relationship without the work side of it because that's just inherent in the job of motherhood. But I think we feel the guilt because we think of just the relationship side and we don't factor in the fact that this is a job in a, in a lot of ways, right? This is heavy lifting. And so I want you to think about it in the same way as like if you had a job. Um, now we're going to talk about how this mindset of counting the minutes and not being content can uh, take over and and lead to to un- some unhealthy things. But and I'm going to show you what to do when that happens. However, I I just want you to think when this feeling comes up, don't just immediately go to this place of guilt and shame, but to be reminded of like, okay, wait, this is normal. I do this at my job. I'm probably thinking of the work side of things right now. And so just to kind of normalize that feeling a little bit. Okay. Another reason I want you to normalize this is you need your independence and you need your rest. Those things are healthy. Those things are essential. You need your time to be a wife. You need your time to be a human separate from these little 
things um, or big things, you need that space away from your kids to really to be healthy in this season. And so it's healthy to crave that. It's healthy to look forward to that and to, to want that space because that is what you need to thrive and to be able to show up fully for your kids and to be able to show up uh, fully for the rest of your life. Like you need, you need that space. And so it's okay to crave it. It's okay that, that you long for those moments at the end of the day or the nap time. There's nothing wrong with that. It says nothing about your relationship with your kid. That's just a healthy thing. I need my Brittany time. Like I can't just be mom all the time. I need to sometimes be Brittany and that's good. And we can't lose sight of that because, you know, what happens a lot in motherhood is we, our identity gets wrapped only around this um, idea of mom and we lose out on Brittany and we lose out on um, wife and all these other roles that we have, child of God. And then our kids are gone someday and now we don't know who we are and we don't have a purpose in life and we don't know what to do or we're overly attached to our kids because we wrapped our whole identity around them. And so, um, and I know those are extremes, but it happens to a lot of people. And so we've got to be careful to make sure that as we're raising our kids, we're not losing sight of who we are and who God's calling us to be separate from our kids because we're not meant to just be one big mush pot of a family. We are a family. We are connected. We are a team. However, we're individuals within that family, within that team. So it's good. It's okay. That's You're meant to want that time is because that's what's healthy for you. So I want you to take away some of that guilt, take away some of that shame and just know this is good for me. It's okay that I'm craving this. It's okay that I'm wanting it. Okay. Another reason I want to normalize this and um, give you reason to, to silence this guilt is this season that you're in, it might not be your favorite and that is totally okay. Now, this comes more from conversations I have had of people that went through the little stage. And again, I'm talking from this little perspective because that's what I know, but I'm sure this relates outside of that. But I've heard them say like the little stage, they've been through it. They're out of it now. They're past it. And they're like, whoa, I am so glad I'm out of it. I actually miss absolutely nothing about it. That was not my favorite stage. And that's okay. They're loving now the season that they're in. Now there's hard parts, I'm sure, to the season that they're in. There's challenges they're facing, but they can feel a difference in what they're made for. And, and I can imagine this because we all have different giftings. And, and as we parent, it, it changes through the course of time. There's a lot that's the same, but there's a lot that changes and, and is nuanced depending on the age of our kids. And so our different gifts and passions are going to align um, better or worse with different seasons that our kids are in. And so maybe this season is just really challenging. Maybe you don't have the gift mix for it. However, you got to be reminded God chose you for this. You you do have what it takes. It just might take more energy. It just might not fuel you as much. It just might try you and wear you down a little bit more because it's not exactly um, what you're made for. And I can imagine this. I feel like when I get to the teenage years, don't quote me on this, although this is being recorded, so I probably shouldn't say this. I'm going to end up biting my tongue. But I imagine when I get to the teenage years, I'm going to enjoy that more because I love deep conversations and like getting to to go and, and think through these things and connect in these ways and do these fun things together. I love all of that. And so I imagine that's going to be more fun for me as much as I love my littles. You know, there's only so many conversations that we 
can have. And my, my three-year-old's pretty deep and we can go there a lot, but obviously it's limited. And so um, I just imagine that I'm more created for that season, but we'll see. You know, there's, there's different uh, things that I know God is doing in me right now, which we're going to talk about in a minute. So I just want to say, it's okay that this might not be your favorite season. Just know that, uh, recognize that, like, hmm, I wonder, wonder if that's me. And know that that's okay. It doesn't have to be your favorite. Okay. So I hope those points just kind of gave you some fuel uh, or more like a bucket of water to kind of dump out, dump on top of this fire of guilt or shame that you had going on because you've been having these thoughts um, or counting down the minutes and just dump that bucket of water on there. Okay. Don't let that um, fuel you. Don't let that fire burn and destroy uh, this, (laughs) this season of motherhood and make you feel worse. It's okay to feel that way. It is, it is normal. However, now we're going to go to the other side of this. We're going to go to these action steps. This is where um, if you don't already have a pen and paper, make sure you get one out. So it's okay to feel that way. It is normal. However, we cannot use it as an excuse to not be present. I'm going to say it again because it's really important. It's okay to feel that way. It is normal. It is healthy to some extent, but we cannot use it as an excuse to not be present. And with that, we can't let those feelings or those thoughts consume us and and just take over our minds. So it's one thing to kind of have a passing thought or even a reoccurring thought that you kind of shove away and then, you know, you kind of refocus your attention. But it's another thing to just constantly feel it day in and day out. Now, I don't want you to feel guilty for that. I don't think... I mean, unless it's godly guilt and God's trying to convict you, but I think more shame is is generally what we feel. You know, maybe mom shame is a better uh, word fr- phrase that we should use. Um, but I don't want you to feel that shame. But I think there's something that you do need to do about it. There's some action steps you're going to need to take because that's not what God has for you. Even in the hardest seasons, it doesn't need to look like that. We have choices, and He has more for us. So regardless of whether you love this season or hate it or wherever you're at with it, I want to help you fight those thoughts that might be consuming you. And for all of you, even if it's just a passing thought, you know, you can still take these three steps and kind of um, check in with yourself and see if there's anything that God might want to show you through this. Um, But I really believe that for all of you, no matter how you feel about the season, where you're at, there is beauty to be found in each and every season. And God has something specific for you in this season. He doesn't waste anything. And so we've got to begin to look at this season through those eyes. And if it is a harder season, I, I want to remind you of this perspective that, that we actually every day have to choose to love motherhood, not to love our kids. I think that generally comes naturally. I, there's moments, obviously, where that doesn't, we don't feel that. But as soon as they're in bed, I know that love just comes flowing back. You're like so frustrated them all day and then they, they're in bed and you're like, oh, I miss them. I love them. And start looking at pictures of them. So silly. So I know that love is there, even if you don't always feel it every second. That's not what I'm talking about. I know you love your kids, but I do think it's a choice that we have to make every single day to love motherhood. Now, that doesn't mean that there's not hard things in motherhood. That doesn't mean we love every little bit of it. I mean, I don't think I'll ever love changing a poopy diaper who no one, no one loves that. No. (laughs) But what this means is it's just like marriage. You know, um, I've been... (laughs) Embarrassingly enough, um, watching 
this show. I don't really recommend it, but it's like a guilty pleasure I watch every now and then. I really don't watch a lot of TV, but it's been a season where I'm just kind of burnt out and tired. And so I <laughs> picked up some extra TV that I normally do. And anyways, it's such a show. I don't know if any of you have seen it. Married at First Sight. And it's anyways, it's entertaining. Okay. But and I learned something from it. I really do. I do take productive things out of it. Still don't recommend it though. But anyways, I have been noticing there when they talk about why they want to be married and why they're going into it, they have this um, idea of marriage of, oh, I want to fall in love and feel these feelings and we're just going to have fun and, and adventure together and travel together and experience life together. And now I I think for most of you that have are married or have been married, you you know that's not exactly the reality of marriage. Now there there is that there is that element, and hopefully as our marriages grow stronger and healthier, there's more of that. But marriage at the at the core is work. It's a way that God refines us, which is never fun and easy. And so th- there's this worldly view about marriage as this. Um, romantic, so wonderful, easy, fun thing that makes life better and easier. And it's so lovely, right? And, and they, people often go into marriage with that perspective and are, find that they're disillusioned and that's not the reality. And so that's, you know, one of the reasons for the, the high divorce rate. And so I think actually motherhood, we approach it in a similar way because marriage, what, what God says about marriage is, um, you know, he did create it and it is for us and it is beautiful and it is amazing and it is this mystery, but it is this refining process and it is this um, call to submission and it's this call to love each other in these ways that uh, can be really, really challenging. And so I think we get caught up in this um, kind of Hollywood romantic view of marriage and and then it leaves us not equipped to actually have healthy marriages because we go into it thinking it's going to be totally different and we're not prepared for actually how to have a healthy marriage and, and how to fight for that and what it's going to be like. And I think motherhood can often be the same thing. It's like this romanticized, beautiful thing of, oh, I'm going to look so beautiful with my babies by my side. I mean, like if you look at all the, the Pinterest and social media images of these families that are gorgeous, and, and I know those are real, and there are moments where we look beautiful together, and it's so cute and fun, but but motherhood at its core is hard work. It's work, right? At its core, it's uh, it's raising up kids, helping them follow God's ways, helping keep them alive, right? Like there's there's so much to it, and so I think this um, this inaccurate picture of motherhood can leave us ill-equipped to be mothers, because we think it's always supposed to feel like sunshine and rainbows. And when it doesn't, we feel like there's something wrong with us. We feel like we must be broken. We must be horrible mothers. We must be doing it wrong. And that is just not true. It's just like marriage where we have to choose to love it every day. We have to choose it. Love is a choice. It's something that we grow, that we develop. And so in those moments where you're not loving motherhood and you, and you feel that twinge of shame or guilt come up, I want you to remember it's a choice that you make and it's not supposed to be an easy choice necessarily. There's days, of course, that it is and it's so wonderful and you're like, wow, let's have five more kids, right? <laughs> but then there's days that it's not that. 
and that is okay and that is normal. Okay, so here is the three steps that I have for you. If you are struggling with uh, this thought being consuming, if every day uh, this is kind of permeating how you see your day or your world and you're just getting caught in this, I have three steps for you to kind of walk through to figure out where God might want to shift things a little bit. So first of all, um, the first step, so the three steps are assess, ask, and analyze. The three A's. <laughs> so for the assess step, I want you to first ask yourself this question, am I being faithful to my calling? So I want you to look at what has God called me to? And am I being faithful to that? Is is there something he's asked me to do or he's pulled my heart to that I'm ignoring Um and not being obedient in. Is there any of that? And we're going to go through a few of the, the areas that that might happen in. But why we're first asking this question is because sometimes that that sense of restlessness and struggle to be present might have something to do with the fact that we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing. Now, it might be unrelated, but first we have to assess that. Maybe we have to make sure that's not it. Because it's not going to be for everyone, but for some of you, that might be something. Maybe God has called you to uh, start a, a business. Maybe God has called you to go back to work. Maybe God has called you into ministry. Um, you know, we're talking vocational things here. So maybe God has called you to something like that and you're not being faithful to answer it. And some of the reasons we might not be faithful to it is because um, of another form of guilt, you know, uh, that we just talked about it, that working mom guilt. Maybe we feel like we should stay at home, but maybe we're comparing our calling uh, to someone else's calling. Maybe that's what our, our mothers were called to, but maybe that's not what you're called to. And so you have to assess with fresh eyes, what has God called you to in the realm of work? And are you being faithful to that? Because that could um, have something to do with what, why you're feeling that. Because some of what we're feeling in those moments of counting the minutes is kind of this feeling of discontentment. Uh, we're feeling like there's something lacking or something missing and we don't have that fulfillment. And so part of sometimes that lack of fulfillment, again, it can be other things, but sometimes it can be because there is something else God has for us. Obviously, we're always called to be mothers and that's always going to be part of the picture, but maybe there's a puzzle piece that's missing and that's why we're feeling that all the time. Okay. So that might be one area where you're, you're not being faithful to your calling. Another area of not being faithful to your calling is, are you being faithful to be the light of the world? And to make disciples, like Jesus's last commandment to us was to go into the world and make disciples. And so as Christ followers, all of us are called to this, not just pastors, not just um, evangelists, not just uh, people that aren't moms. <laughs> Everyone is called to this. And as a mom, I actually think we have a really beautiful um, place to minister to people. Uh, as we all know, motherhood is hard and people need community. And so it's such a, a great place to, to create that community. And, um, you know, then you get those authentic relationships and they get it. And you can also just share about the good news that you know and invite people to church or um, just love on them and be a good neighbor. Like there's so many opportunities to get to be the light as a mom and to create that 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 community where you get to pour into them. So are you being faithful to that? Or are you just kind of hunkering down in your house every day, just trying to get through the day with your kids and, or, or just being on your guys's own agenda, not really considering 
what other people need or who needs to know about Jesus or who needs a friendship. And sometimes we feel like we have to kind of look downward and keep focused on our own stuff and what's going on with us because we feel so overwhelmed by it. We feel like there's no capacity for anyone else or to look outside of that. However, sometimes actually what happens is that's the missing piece. And when we learn to, even when we feel like that, open our eyes to other people and pouring into them and what they might need, it actually makes all the overwhelm we feel lessen. And it makes us feel uh, more energized and uh, more fulfilled and more excited. And so we have more oomph to get through the day. And now we're, we're feeling that fulfillment. We're feeling excited. And so I challenge you, if, if you're in that season of counting the minutes, ask yourself, are you being faithful to God's call to be the light of the world? And if you are, how are you doing that? Make sure you're being specific about it because we're all called to it. And he will show you how to do that if you're not sure of what, what that looks like. Uh, I think I have some episodes somewhere. That's not a helpful statement because I don't know what numbers, but <laughs> um, we can talk about it more in the Facebook group. Drop a question in there. Um, there are so many amazing, simple ways to do this. So are you being faithful to the call to be the light of the world? Okay, another area, and we've kind of talked about this uh, a lot recently, but are you being faithful to your call to put your marriage before your kids? Like this can be an area too where maybe you're pouring way too much into your kids and you're giving your husband your leftovers and this is kind of leaving you feeling depleted at feeling like you don't have a teammate because you've kind of cut your teammate off and now you're just kind of parenting solo. Now I know there can be other factors that lead to that feeling of parenting solo, but right now I'm asking you, challenging you with the question, of have you stopped prioritizing your husband? Are you not being faithful to that call? And this can have a play in many different ways on how it can look and and kind of steal some of our energy and our fuel from being present as mothers. Because anytime we have our lives out of alignment of God's plan, it's going to steal from us. And it might be in indirect ways. You know, maybe like it's not directly related, but that you not prioritizing your husband, you can feel that and, and it's it's uh, not allowing you to be show up as your full self as a mom. And you can kind of feel that something's off, but you don't know what it is. So it's just another area to assess. Are you prioritizing your husband? Are you putting him above your kids? Okay, so that's the first area that I want you to think through. Assess. Assess, am I being faithful to the different parts of my calling? Am I being faithful to uh, being a wife? Am I being faithful to being a child of God? Am I being faithful to a vocational calling that God has on my life? Am I being faithful? And I want you to really think through all of those areas and assess, is there any area where I'm off? Because that, again, could be stealing from your ability to be present with your kids. Okay. This episode is getting long. I have the worst habit these days of just talking so long. I used to be good at like, I don't know. I don't know. I cannot keep it short these days. So we're going to have a part two of this as we've been doing. And we'll continue. And the next episode, we'll go over the next two steps of ask and analyze. And hopefully this will uh, allow you to really have some ability to begin taking control of those thoughts and, and not just let this 
constant checking the clock uh, be what your motherhood looks like. So let me pray for you. God, I thank you for motherhood. Uh, I thank you for the beauty of it. I thank you for the complexity of it. I thank you for the yucky parts and the hard parts. And I thank you that you have uh, a, a reason in it all. I thank you that you can bring good out of every bit of it, even poopy diapers. And so, Lord, we uh, just bring our motherhood to your feet, God. And we ask that you would help us look at it with fresh eyes, that you would show us where we're getting off, God, and specifically in our calling, Lord. Just show us where we're not being faithful to fulfill what you have called us to, God. And we're getting uh, too caught up in this amazing mission you have for us, this amazing calling you have for us as mothers. So, God, I pray for everyone listening, God, that you would just reveal to them what you want them to see, you what you need them to see so that they can run with everything that you have for them lord and we just thank you for what you're doing and we trust you with all of this we trust you with our kids ultimately god we thank you that we can trust you because you're a good father we love you and we just we would just say all the shame must go lord in the name of jesus god that it would be gone it would fall away that that every woman listening would be able to recognize that's not from you And we just thank you for your power and that that you have the ability to just throw that off, God. We thank you and we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you, Mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you. Mama.